My name is Rod Van Blake, author of the Ancient Illumination series, as well as the Umbani Chronicles, and I'm joined once again by Jordan Fennell Jackson. Hey, everybody. He is the creator of Eve of Insurrection and Eve of Reclamation. How you doing today? Doing good. Yeah. Doing good. Ready to talk about some Sandman and get into Sandman. these these very interesting past two episodes, five and six. Yeah, we are going through episodes five and six so please if you have not watched the sandman on netflix uh please uh come back after you've watched those two episodes for spoiler alert uh the first one i believe was uh 24 7 was the title of that one mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. and <laughs> it... man i was like yeah, some things was happening a lot yeah, of things was like... was Nobody freaking, like, neither of y'all warned me about this episode. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> let's do the recap. Let's get it to the re- of, recap. Like, the, the, the presentation makes you see, we're, we're, we start with John D, who mm-hmm. is, uh, what is it, Ethel, Ethel Cribb's son, the mm-hmm. real name of Ethel Cribb's, and he's got the ruby of the Sandman, so he has it repurposed, and it's only... He's the only one that can use it currently. Yeah. Um, but it, it, they make it seem like there's going to be a real mundane episode at first. He's just, you know, John Dee's just chilling. Yeah. He's going to go. You know, in his slippers, in the same slippers and pajamas. He's walking dad. around. Corinthian gave him. And it's like, oh, he's just, I'm going to go hit up this diner real quick and sit in the diner and get me something to eat. Yep. Now, did, did he change Old Girl's name at the beginning of the episode? What, bet? Yeah. Did he change it to something from what was it originally? Did you I think know? it was something like with, I, I gotta rewatch the episode, but it seemed like he was like testing the ruby out. Oh. I thought maybe he sat down because she had just said something to someone, something to someone else and her name was something else. I might be wrong though. I thought it was something with I mean, she else. was talking to everybody. She knew yeah. everybody's names. And then he did something, and the ruby kind of glowed. And then her, then they flash her name badge as something else. It's that all of a sudden. I thought maybe he was testing out, you know, him wishing something to happen and it materializing like instantaneously. And oh, he, he got his wish. Yeah, it was so weird, dude. That was like it was like a train wreck. John D is a freaking menace, boy. <laughs> this whole yeah, I just want everybody to tell the truth. Tell I want a more truth. honest world. <laughs> And I have questions. So when he said, so I was like, when he, when they're talking, I think, I think she's like, yeah, we're gonna, he, 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 I think she says something about like going to go get his coffee or whatever, but he's like, you better come back in time before, you know, make my dream come true. And he makes his dream come true and he wants this more honest world, but I don't. I'm curious why does it have to go into like when the world becomes more honest it becomes people become more violent sexual and what else I don't know more yeah. primal whatever you want to go about that and if you if you listen to the news like shit's falling apart all over the place I'm like it's climate change I'm like I'm like all this world catastrophes are happening I'm like it was like oil. I think in the beginning they're like yeah truck truck had spilled some hazardous materials luckily nobody was hurt but 
it gets worse progressively. Like yeah, it's like, very yeah. interesting. Yeah, they're all the relationships, the, the the small town, small town happenings just get more worse and worse. Like you said, like uh, the waitress bet can't talk to Marsh, and old, old girl is uh, messed up because uh, she had a fight the night before. With yeah, her Judy girlfriend. Judy can't find her girlfriend Donna. So and uh, and the married I, couple comes in. That, that, Gary Gary and Kate. That was Gary and Kate. I awesome. felt bad for Gary. Gary, 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 Gary wants that double decker cheeseburger, but Kate, we're going to be disciplined. But get it if you want to. And I'm like, okay, Gary. So you're not going to stand up for yourself and get that cheeseburger because you know. Well, no, see, he did because after after you know the the influence of John is there. Yeah. Oh, he gets his cheeseburger, but he only gets, because like, three of them. Yeah. With. Which I have questions. Why are we living in a time loop? Like, why were they looping? Yeah, because they did. They went to leave and they came back and got greeted. They just stepped in for the first time again. Like, oh, you two lovers, how you doing? It's your anniversary. <laughs> like, we've already done this weird, like, Groundhog's Day type of thing. Yeah. But yeah, the stuff kept getting worse and worse and worse. And I knew something was up with Marsh. <laughs> what 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 gave it away for you? What gave it away? He wouldn't talk to her. He like, <laughs> like you're weird. And yeah, like, it was mm. being really weird, and it was obvious that Bet was like really waiting to say something. You seen her get going to the bathroom and do her Fix makeup? Herself up. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm gonna snatch this one real quick. And I'm like, oh, Bet, you're really. And then she was getting on my nerves. I was dying laughing in the beginning where uh bet was trying to set up judy and mark and <laughs> judy had an attitude Super and then attitude. mark 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 was like hi i'm mark and then she's like hi i'm gay, I'm gay. and i'm like <laughs> i was like yo she got him she was hilarious and so i was just like i i found that was funny but also i don't know i felt bet was annoying me the entire time like even re- upon rewatching i'm just like and you, and you kind of hear more about her as they're going through these kind of loops that like Bet has this kind of motivate this dream her personal dream is to write she wants to be a writer but she's like talking to Gary and Kate about you know her, her their her son coming back in town from college so like you know I don't really have time to write and I'm like oh, I mean but that's oh. realistic though it's very realistic, but it hurt. It hurts for me to watch, for me as a creator or someone, you know, or you, we're both creators. We're following our passions. But yeah, she was like it. pouring, but she was overly pouring herself into other people. Like she, she was a little too like invest. She was very invested in everyone around her, but herself. Yeah. And I'm saying from the aspect that you've been at tables. I mean, now you're a comic creator in addition to just being an artist. I'm a writer in addition mm-hmm. to being a comic creator with you. Like how many like if you had a nickel for every time someone comes to your table and's like, I'm about to have a project out or I'm about to write a book, I'm about to write my comic and then they have like a zillion different ex- uh, excuses as to why yeah. they haven't got started, why they haven't finished. That's basically what Bet was doing. That was Bet. I was like, oh Bet, you're getting on my nerves. No, and then, you know, she keeps she keeps trying to give Marsh signs. Yeah, she keeps trying to put him <sighs> on like, this is a, and as people were getting more and more, more honest certainly honest with each other and things just started steeply going downhill quick. 
And when Marsh had his reveal, I was like, oh, hell uh, let's oh. let's <laughs> let's no let's oh yes, let's get to, let's get to Marsh's reveal. Let's start there yeah. and then work our way around the room because there's a lot yeah, of things. Yeah, because they started they they um Kate and, and Gary were kind of a slow boil where they would yeah. you could tell they were just needling each other and then it just got worse and worse. Oh my worse. sandwich. But at first, you know, Marsh wasn't giving her anything, like nothing at all, no feedback. He barely acknowledged her. He would like grunt and keep doing whatever it was he was doing back there in the kitchen. Uh, he talked to the, the, I don't know if that was the waitress or the other cook, I guess, that left. I guess shift was over for the lady that was back there in the kitchen. And he was like, are you by yourself? I don't, I, I don't see nobody on the floor. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. And she was like, no, that's here. And he's like, all right. He was really talkative with her. And then she left, and as soon as the other girl left and Beck came in there, he clammed up quick, like, he was not silenced. And you could tell her, you know, you see her just looking at him, staring laser beams to the back of his head, like, waiting for him to turn around and acknowledge her. Why won't you talk kept, to me? Why won't you talk Yeah, she kept throwing like, out little, you know, little, little, little hints and I little... I want you to come over. It was, oh, hurt. It just hurt watching her just, just try so hard. I want you to come over. We can watch something and, and then you know my son he'll go to his room and we can go we to can go to Mott. Like, we can go to Mott. Yeah, I like this. Okay, what's what you got to say to that, Marsh? And I'm like, oh he's like, I don't think that'd be a good idea. I was like, <laughs> You're just lonely. You're lonely. You're just looking for somebody because you're bored. And I'm yeah, like, I'm yo. And, and, I, and I thought at first, like, okay, well, that's pretty harsh. That's the worst. <laughs> that's harsh. Okay. We got we'll find out next. Flat out. And then he was like, no, but wait, there's more. I'm like, why? <laughs> we don't need any more at this point. Just oh, we needed the truth. Crash now. I said, yeah, because well, why do you come over? Because I like having dinner with y'all someone else and your son <laughs> yeah, me and, yeah me and your boy get to hang out what the- <laughs> i'm like uh-oh he said uh-oh and then we find out yeah. he's having sex with bat son sometimes <laughs> sometimes he gives it to me and he's really you know, he's going, oh no was- at that point i was like where is this going what is happening right now and John D is back there just eating it because he can see through into the kitchen. It's got ice and it's like he's like, yes. I have he's like tweaking the tweaking the uh, dial up on it, like yo, he's <laughs> really pushing this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, so she gets mad and throws some stuff at him and storms off, and she's in the bathroom crying. I'm like, oh, this is. I was like, well, this let's see what's rest for the rest of the cast here. All right, let's get the. And then we have um, Kate. And Mark, Bet has decided. Oh so, no, no, no! I'm talking about the the CEO of Vanguard. Gary. That's Kate. His name was Gary. Oh no, no! I feel like we need to separate him because of what's happening with. Oh yeah, 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 Mark. Yeah, yeah, the young the young oh, yeah. guy comes in for the uh, interview. Mark. The interview. I forget what the company was called, but for some reason, I Vanguard. Kept, it's called Vanguard. Vanguard. I kept thinking of Bot from the boys because <laughs> it started with a V. I was like, yeah, oh. basically. Yeah, Vanguard. So yeah, some company. And he's like, "Why don't you just do the interview right here?" And yeah, like what? And he's like, "What is going on?" And I didn't realize at first that Gary had got up and walked. Gary got an attitude and got up. Yeah, he got mad. Like, yeah, because yeah, you're gonna call me fat in front of Bet. <laughs> <laughs> 
all I want to do is drink, eat, and have sex. Never mind. <laughs> she doesn't like to do any of those things. She's like, do any of those? Like, what? So, but yeah, I was like, I was like, okay, bet. Once again, you're trying to set people up. So when she sets up Mark and makes him do the interview with Kate right then and there, we are, she's already asking weird questions. Yeah. What about your personal life? Are you married? You got kids? And I was like, yep. I know where this is going. Yes. And and, and to to his credit, Gary knew. Gary was like, Gary's like what you doing right now? Like, Don't worry about it. He's interviewing the new me. I was like, oh. Yeah, I'm like, okay, so you have some insecurities. I'm like, Jesus, yeah. bro. So I can get bad. And, and him and Mark talking in the back. Yep. Get bad. How bad can you get? How can you get pretty bad? I'm like, oh no. And you already know. And we at this point, we've already got a little bit of Marsh's history. Like, oh this, like if he suggests the wrong thing, he don't know Marsh is ready to go there. It exactly. Was, he was. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. yeah sometimes you just need your things. So I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh. I was like, wait, who's gonna? I'm like, wait, and, and it's funny because like I watched this episode. So the first time I watched it, it was I made the mistake of just turning it on, and it got to that part. I'm like, what's what's going on? I didn't have context. Like, how do we get? Attention? Yeah, exactly. I was like, what? I was like, what's happening? I'm like, they switching? I was like, oh, I gotta. I actually need to rewatch all of this and sit down and pay attention. So when I got to that, I was like, oh, so this is how we got here. And I'm like, so yeah. Gary, you might be. Are you a, a sex addict? Is that your thing? Like, you just... yeah, he, Gary, Gary don't seem to care. He like, don't care. Whoever's willing to take it, I'll give it to him. Pansexual, uh, yeah, sex uh, act, just anybody. Equal oh, opportunity. Right. <laughs> yeah. This thing basically. is e, e rated for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. E for everyone. Yeah, that was crazy. And then they, they start going crazy out, out in the main. And it seemed like everybody started going crazy at the same time. Yeah, it was just like everybody's having sex. Like, why? Yeah. And then that's... I was trying to break down the whole situation between Judy and Bet. So yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. They're both in a type of state. You know, both their partners have left. Bet got rejected. So it just turned into more sex. I'm like, okay. Yeah, but that kind of, she kind of acquiesced as if that was something she was amenable to because she's like well like what someone like you like usually when you say you know this person's not good for you you should be with somebody who's oh yeah and then she's like what you mean like you and she's like well yeah i don't know maybe and then get rid of (laughs) it i don't know baby why'd you do that then he kisses her because she kisses her yeah why did you do that what you mean yeah i'm like you know what time it was yeah so yeah everybody was good action this episode I was like, and, and, oh, and uh, John's eating ice cream. Yeah, that it was. Looks, it looks sad. Like he's just yeah, mumbling around with ice cream. Yeah, he, he went for the industrial size uh, vanilla ice cream. <laughs> just take it straight out the freezer. Got him a little spoon from the back. Sat down and just enjoyed his ice cream as everybody just getting down in different parts of the, the little diner. And then everybody trying to kind of comes to their senses and like, what the heck is going on? And then, what was it? Uh, who was the, what was the kid's name? We got the interview. Mark. Mark was was tripping after uh, Gary starts jumping on him. Yeah, no, Gary tripped. Gary, oh, hey, they fighting. 
Yeah, they started fighting. Gary gets him up off of him with a broken bottle to the neck piece. I'm like, ooh, that, that, that. Yeah, Gary was down. I was like, that's a wrap. He's dead. He's like, it wasn't me. And then Beth's like, I don't, think it, <laughs> I don't think it was you. And then everybody looks at John. And I didn't even see it at first. When he says, drop the knives, uh, Marsh has a knife too. Like, all of them was. Everybody had, yeah, they had knives and they was about to come like, at him. Whoa, I was like, what is oh. Go- it went, it went crazy. You know, it went uh, the first Kingsman. Like when everybody starts going crazy in that church. Yeah. It looked like yeah. it was about to go that direction. And then he, you know, I guess he got the, the ruby still. He's like, put it now. I didn't do anything. I, all of you were just doing what you wanted to do. Like it's your natural state. And they trying to tell him that, no, this, this is not how it's supposed to be. This is not really a more honest world. It's a worse world. How is this? See, I think that even says, how is this better? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. You just, it, 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 I mean, it just breaks people down and just these base level primal urges. And I'm like, this isn't, this almost seems like John's projecting his own view of the world onto you. It's, like, exactly. that's, it's literally his dream or what he wants out of the world and not a more objective or biased look at truth. No, it was kind of, it goes back to the. Uh, conversation between John D and Rosemary where she was like the different perspectives that they have on people she was mm-hmm. like people act out basically because we're all on some level afraid whereas John D was like everybody's selfish there's that's the reason for everybody's main actions because they're acting only for self no one cares about anybody else so they act according to those motives and so he just and he, you got to figure that he's skewing things because he's got this magical object mm-hmm. that makes his wish come true. So if he thinks of things in that frame of light, then that's what's going to happen. Not necessarily what would naturally come about had he just left them alone. Right. He was upset. She kept calling everybody handsome. Like, you don't really. Oh yeah. Am I hand- am I really handsome? I just want you to like me. I'm like, it was oh, hilarious. Go again. Like, she was like, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> You don't really believe me, handsome, do you? Like, of course not. I just thought it was nice. Everybody needs to feel wanted. Yeah, I mean, she's like, I'm just trying to be kind. Why can't I just be kind? It's like, isn't that better? No, you've been honest. You told me I look like, you know, well, you want to start. (laughs) I look like trash. Yeah. Yeah, that was a weird, and then it just escalated really quickly after all of that. Just violence breaks out. Or she, yeah. So, like, is he at this point mind controlling them to just kill themselves, take them out of this world? Like, no, that was I, think, bizarre. I think he let it go at that point because they had all reached a point of no return. Like in their minds, they stabbed each other up, and they the overwhelming feel of guilt. So they start mutilating themselves. Oh, girl. Off herself. Um, she cut uh, Judy cut off her tattoo, but also slit her. I don't know. Her she wrist. cut off. She slit her wrist. Yeah. Um, and then Mar- Marsh cuts his fingers off. Yeah, and then cuts his whole hand off. He's got like when you see him laying there, he's got a stump on his left hand. And uh, uh, what's his face? Mark was was hit hit himself hit he. He nailed his hand down, then lopped it off. Yeah, yeah, I'm like... I was like, what? And then... Yeah, it was guilt. Yeah, I was like, that's what I was like... Because for me, it felt like... Is it because he was like, all right, I showed you this world, now you can no longer, like, see anything else? And so now it's just like... 
Harmony could be. It, it was it was a bizarre thing. If it was, it would make sense if you just like, all right, I've like it felt like this would be one of those situations where it's like, all right, I proved my point. Now the game is over, but you all have to die. Yeah. And um, and Judy stabbed her eyes out. I was like, gee, I mean not Judy. Uh, Bet stabbed Bet her eyes did. out. Yeah, and I was like, oh, and became like and, and somehow the like in the face. That that's was cool. awesome. I was really happy about that. How all three of them became the fates. I was like, "Oh, that's super cool." All right, yeah. that was dope. I wasn't expecting that. Then they end this episode, I believe. Uh, hopefully, I'm not mixing the two up. They end this episode with finally uh, Morpheus catching up to him. Yes, he, that's how, that was a nice way to end it too, actually. Yeah, Morpheus catches up to him and plays a little game, and I. I don't know whether he tricks him into doing it or whether John just thought he was doing something special by destroying the ruby, therefore releasing his power, and it all went back into Morpheus. Yeah, he tricked the, tricked the shit out of him. So he said, basically, oh like, yeah, because he had him in the dream. If you're going to destroy me, you have to come to my realm to do it. So did he make him fall? <laughs> yeah, he got a Freddy Bird. <laughs> yeah. He's Freddy Krueger. He's like, welcome to my world. Yeah. Gets this, wrecked. This, this your kingdom, your palace? Dream Lord. Dream Lord. Yeah. And gets wrecked in there. Practically. Yeah, he's burning everything. Special effects yeah. was dope, too. Like, when he, yeah. like, kind of emulated everything, the flame, it was, like, pretty cool. I was like, it was just nice. I was waiting for him to fall. Like, like how much are you going to burn? You, there's only a little... <laughs> right. This little like, slab of cement you're standing on, like, it's about to crumble into this molten lava. You do realize you're standing on that. And that was dope though, where he, you know, he turned everything around, and all of a sudden you look up, and he's in the palm of Morpheus. Oh, yeah, like, which is straight out of the comic. I saw like people that posted the panels, and that was like panels straight from the comic. Cool. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. I was like, dope. So when we got there, I was like, hmm, nice, nice. Andre yeah. doesn't like uh, Morpheus's voice still because he's still. Oh, what, what, what it, what? <laughs> I think she, she, she feels it's too uh, book narration like. Thank you. I, I mean, I mean, it was. Self. He is a god. Yeah. That like makes the most. A, he's not really he's, a guy. He's more than a god. Or he's he's not, an he's eternal not, being. Uh, yeah. They would be the ones to look at the world, like like an, an omnipotent narrator. That makes the most sense. Yeah, I, it, it fits to me. But I just know she doesn't like she doesn't like the, the narration. <laughs> I like and I, I feel like him being around so much at least conversationally he would have a different tone and timbre when he's speaking to interacting with someone in a normal conversation but he's like in monologue he really don't care though but that i get this he's so detached from humanity yeah but we, we find out more next up well he's super detached from humanity so that's why i can i i find it realistic when he kind of speaks in this very monotone voice like he's borderline condescending in a way yeah so it will work. Yeah, so he gets his his uh, ruby. Or actually, the ruby's destroyed and gives the power back to Sandman. So that technically, he's got all of his vestiges back. He's so back. Yeah, he's got his sand before, and he already now he has his helm, and now the power from the ruby is residing within him. Because when it was destroyed, whatever he poured into it, because he said at one point he didn't realize how much of himself he had poured into it. I think he said mm-hmm. that. Say that. Um, so let's take a quick break. Uh, and then we will come back and talk about episode six, The Sound of Her Wings. Talk to you in a second.
Welcome back to the second half of the Iskari cast. My name is Rod Van Blake, and I'm joined once again by Jordan Pinnell Jackson. Hey, everybody. We are continuing our talk. Uh, we just spoke about episode five of Sand- The Sandman on Netflix, streaming right now. Uh, spoiler alert, if you have not watched at least up to episodes five and six, because we're getting into episode six, titled The Sound of Her Wings. And we finally get to see death. We did skip over something, though. Go. From the last episode, yes. what about it? as Morpheus walks away, we see another figure saying, I'm watching you, little brother, after he's got his power back from Ruby. I'm assuming that's one of the twins, um, Despair or Desire. Blonde hair? Yes. That's Desire. But there, there's two of them, are there not? There's didn't know there, didn't know there were twins, but I'm assuming yeah. that one's Desire who will... Yeah, and, and they say, I'm watching you, little brother. And that's that's how that episode ends. Um, and we get another stinger at the end of episode six, but it begins with Morpheus just sitting there in the park with his uh, baguette. Feeding the birds. Feeding the pigeons in, in some park while, you know, folks are playing soccer, looking all dejected and depressed. <laughs> I've found all my things. Now, what yeah. do I do? Like, now, what do I do? Like, yeah, he's, he's finished his mission. Now he doesn't know what to do with himself. But I'm like, bro, you got a whole realm to basically rebuild. It's been destroyed a lot, like twice now, because it was destroyed while he was away for a hundred years. Like, I've just been so angry. And it was destroyed further mm-hmm. when John D went back there with the ruby burning stuff up. Like, you got plenty to do right now, homie. I think that he was sitting in that chamber for too long with that, like, vengeance. Yeah. And it consumed him. And then, because that's how I felt. I was like, oh, so you've, you're no longer in this quest for vengeance. Now you feel like hopeless. So it's like, all right, how are we going to get him back on track? Yeah. And I like death. Um, the funny thing is, I, I love thought, death. like, after that last episode, episode five, which is kind of borderline depressing, uh, oh, now we're going to sit up here and go around with death. This is going to be horrible. But it actually was a more was kind of a lighthearted feel to her walking around to her various appointments where people were dying and not realizing it. It was like take your eternal brother to work day and he <laughs> Come on, we're gonna go just yeah, come, let's come to go, work. Just you can come with me. He's like, <laughs> All right. I'll do like, well, any favors. <laughs> yeah. I suppose I could go. Yeah, lighten up dude, come on. And yeah, so let's say she follows he follows her around. As she goes to her various appointments. Um, and I guess it's been something they've been doing for a long, long, long time. Uh, it's kind of cool how she knows everybody's name and they kind of like. Franklin. I was, I was, dude, when he, when they went to the soccer game and oh boy was basically trying to spit game at her. Yeah. Like, yo. Yeah. Says, yeah. Maybe I can get your number. So says, how do you know my name? He's like, she's like, uh, yeah, I'll see you. Like I'll soon. see you soon. Like, oh. <laughs> Rewatching that, I didn't catch that the first time. So when yeah. I went back and I was like, oh, oh, he's not gonna. Okay. It was kind of cool though that it didn't happen right then. Like exactly. She, she goes to a, I'll come back and get you, but you're on the list basically. And she went around to a few other appointments. Visited uh, my Jewish man's who was the uh, Jewish man playing the violin. Playing the violin. The I was uh, yeah that guy that when you said this is a lighthearted episode it was like weird because it was, so it was sad, like but sad but weirdly yeah. comforting because like was, and she says that often yeah. like 
I remember like I, I really enjoyed that like she thought thought about her role in the yeah. world and was like she kind of realized like she has to be this kind of comforting forward face yeah to accompany people in the death and also it's just even better that she's a black woman because we don't ever get to see black women in fantasy just doing cool things like being deaf and just like ushering ushering souls to the afterlife and like there was a small detail what what was the name of the episode the sounds of what was the, the sound name of, of her wings did you know they, the shadows every time she walked yes off? every time she walked off with a with, with with the soul you would hear the flapping of the wings and the shadows expand i thought that was like really cool and that's yeah. that was a dope name for the episode as well it ties back to the name of the episode but yeah that baby had me messing like no not the baby yeah because she was playing the whole mom was playing the whole day i will go for a walk if you can give mommy <sighs> a nap real quick and then please give me a respite the Comes back, lovey. I'm like, oh, oh. I'm like, no. And then also, Morpheus looks a little sad about it, which is interesting. Like, have you not yeah, watched he, people he die? Before? Like, oh, no, we're not. About to pick up the baby. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I'll be right back. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gotta go pick up this baby. Yeah. So she was, just, she was, she was seeing a lot of different people, which was kind of cool. And I kind of like that. Like, we got, she was seeing different groups of people. Like, I mean, there was a, uh, a woman in the hospital. We had a, we had a another one. We had a white woman overdose on drugs. Dude so got like, shot in the street. Yeah, dude got shot in the street. Um, we had the black guy swimming. Yeah, he drowned. He, he didn't make. He yeah. wanted to see. He wanted to say bye. He wanted to give his wife the passcode. Like, oh, let me get the phone. He's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> she can't. How was she gonna get back home? I think they were from. I had a feeling they were from the states because they said they were on honeymoon. Or maybe they not. Maybe they weren't. They, were on their they didn't say they were on honeymoon. Yeah. And I feel like don't is it? Do Brit? Do people from UK have a different name for honeymoon? Like, like a Possibly, like they call it something they, else. I don't think they were. I don't think they were British. Oh, I been, had a feeling they were Americans though. Yeah, they might not have been like, British. I was like, man, you you and your girl was out here traveling internationally. You died swimming, and she need the passcode to get back home. As morbid as this episode is. <laughs> On the emotional vibration level, it's a step up from the just depths of despair we were in. That's what I mean. By, I, don't, I mean, I don't mean it's, 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 no, it was a step up. It was most yeah. definitely a step up. Yeah, I didn't know. I yeah. yeah, I understand. I didn't know. I just didn't know witnessing like souls being carried to the afterlife would be this weirdly like calming. So I'm like, this, yes. is, this is very. This is a very good. It was also a very good episode. It was cool as hell how they tied in the entire beginning of the show, though. Through the second half, after he goes around with, with death on her rounds, and then she's like, where well, are you going to go meet Hobbs? And he's like, well, he probably doesn't want to talk to me because I was forced to miss my last <clears throat> with him because, obviously, because he was... I was trapped. Yeah. Ridiculous. By, by Mr. Burgess. He was, he was captured, so that's why he missed... Which was ironic, and so that we have like a flashback to was it like the was it the fourteen hundreds or something like thirteen that? start thirteen eighty nine and go yeah. all the way up to to guess twenty nineteen or what yeah. would be the it was hilarious. Day. Yeah, so we go back and I mean, see Hobbs. him and Death go into this pub, and she's in like a frock, and they're treating her like a lady, which I thought was ironic for it to be the thirteen hundreds and this black woman and like yeah, they just don't mind her, and I'm like oh. Yeah. This is so fantastical. He's doing her thing. He's walking in and he meets with old boys talking trash with a bunch of people at the pub. You hear them say a black death? 
Yes, the plague. That was yeah. kind of that was kind of. But I've seen Black Death, Black Black Plague, and then yeah. her being a black woman and she's death. I thought that was yeah. like oh. oh and you know the, the funny thing is in that same pub, the same jokes kind of get reprised but updated each time. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh, are, are you referring to like Will one, Shakespeare? The, the joke one guy told talking about the vicar, and then the first time it starts, it's like a friar. Oh so yeah, yeah. It, gets, it gets told it's it's updated to a more modern version of the same joke in the club, oh. and they're sitting around, and oh boy, it's like I don't want to die, and then they're like they're sitting there disgusted, and she's like, I might just grant his wish. And yeah, he was like, bold. He was like, oh, he'll he'll take a hundred years. He'll he'll be begging you to take him away after a hundred years. And that was a weird and, and kind of funny. The ups and downs that Hobbs goes through because he's living the life at first. He had money, so I yeah. think I think his first hundred years he did he was just figuring it out. You know, he was just like, yeah, I was going around, I was fighting, going to wars, being a bandit, <laughs> probably robbing people. We got handkerchiefs and chimneys now. I'm like, and playing cards. He's so excited about these things, which is hilarious. Yeah. And 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 Dream is kind of just like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, what else have you like? Yeah, like, like, like you do anything stop? else? And then we get to the next two hundred years or next hundred years, and he, this man, got money now. Yeah, he's, he's he got, got he got money. some money. He had money yeah. a couple times. Oh no, no, yes, yes, he had money. He had money the first bro, time he got, he got money. money. Yeah. The first time he got money, got money, money. He was had had the black woman serving him lamb. Yeah. Um, I think we're introduced to Will Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Yeah, he had a different name. Yeah, time. yeah, he had a different name, Will Shakespeare. Yeah. And, um, and then we kind of see that kind of like Dream seems to be like taking notice of like different other mortals in the world. And he yeah. like basically, he kind of walks off to go to Will Shakespeare. And so they have their little interaction. This was a weird like Forrest Gumpian type of thing. Cause, like everything had been touched. You know what I mean? They were like mm-hmm. dropping Easter eggs for a whole bunch of different stuff that was going to have major influence later down the line uh, as time progressed. And then we see him get into an argument with uh, with with Hob because Hob suggested the only reason that he comes every hundred years was. Oh yeah, he was mad. Dude took that person. He's like, you dare? Like, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> lonely. Yeah, the different little haircuts uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that Dream had throughout the time was funny. I laughed when they got to the 80s and my boy stepped oh. up with the cell phone and the slick back hair. <laughs> <laughs> and the blazer. He had the, he yeah. had the blazer on. All right, 1989. Wow. Yeah. For me, I was more interested in when they went to, I think, 1789, yeah. where we found out Hobbes was like actually involved in the slave trade. Slavery. I'm like, I'm like, you're in the shipping. You said shipping, sir. Shipping. I heard you. Yeah, yeah we were shipping. Said, yeah, we get these uh, the Negro bloats and pack them in like sardines. Like sardines. I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay. So someone's. I was like, I respected that. I was like, somebody was because he's always like, I feel like that would make the most sense for an immortal person. Like, you have to kind of like, because he was investing in previously. Like, we, you know, I think the previous hundred years he was like investing in like land and you know he took his wealth and took his wealth from like fighting and invested in land but then he lost it and then got it back with slave trade yeah, and, and then uh, lost it again and then lost his son and his, his emily and yeah he lost his son 20. yeah he lost yeah he lost his family that was rough but yeah after he lost his family the, the slave trade he got to he got to come up with the slave trade and then we see joe joanna 
Yeah, that was weird. Back as herself. I liked it, but I don't know. I mean, it would have been cool if we saw another Constantine, but I was like, I'll take it. I like the whole idea. My thing of, is like, now, is she, is she an immortal? Like, no, she just they just doing a cheap thing where like you have a you have that person being so reincarnated. That okay, that's like her great great grandmother or somebody she just with the same exact name, face, like, face and name. Later? Yeah, yep, that's like, exactly. What I called it. I was like, okay, I see what y'all did there. Let's get to it. Because I was tripping but, on that part. I was like, what is she? What is her goal? Like she and that guy who drew them a hundred years in the past. She she pulls up the drawing and then tries like, to confront them. Me? Yep. <laughs> Jew? I'm not even Jewish. Dude's like, I'm, I'm not, not even Jewish. When I'm not Jewish. Dude's like, like oh. what? And then she has some henchmen who she thinks are going to do something. Because Hobbs. And then apparently Hobbs, Hobbs had hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hobbs had hands. Hobbs mollywopped them quick. Hurry, <laughs> like, what you thought you Glass. I'm splashing the face. Distraction. Then I'm going to gonna subdue all of you. And then I was like, what was Joanna's goal? Like, was she going to just, like, kidnap these immortals? Like... Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna work for me now. Cause my thing I thought at first was she was like if she thought it was a demon. Why she I was like the the demon. she was gonna try and exercise them and bring them back to hell again. And then the other thing I was tripping on was if this is in fact because you said they're they're basically reincarnations of the same person, but if this was the Joanna Constantine, how come she has no recollection of meeting him? You know, when we see her a few episodes prior, I was like, This is weird that she didn't remember them. If you saw them all the way back in this time, yeah, that's why. That's why. I mean, I notice when we do that. So they do that sometimes in film, where like they'll just like have they'll re, they'll basically have a character play a different ancestor or someone in the past. So I, I was like, that's what they're doing. It's, he's yeah. not a boss. He's just joining. Because then they said that she was descendant of Constantine. Okay. I would like to imagine that like this gets passed down. You know, you have you know. I mean, but that can be taken in so many ways. Though. That is true. That is true. The Byzantine Empire, and then later Constantine, and then Constantinople. You know, the the name from the rulers that that were named Constantine. So he's a descendant. Maybe they're just making this some type of bloodline that has always done this. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. That's what I was thinking. Interesting. Interesting episode with Hob and that whole thing, and then. They bring it kind of full circle when you see the glass. He sets down the whiskey glass. And um, and I think it was at the one in 89. Yep. Because it had that weird like hexagonal shape at the bottom of the glass. Happens to be the same shape as a little bubble they had him in in the basement. And you see him sitting in there butt naked. (laughs) (laughs) But they get trapped. We're like, ah, you made me miss my friend appointment. This is terrible. And it was ironic too because he said, you know, well, if if I don't see you here in a hundred years, that'll mean that we're not friends. So if I do see you here, that means that we're friends. And of course, because he was captured, he didn't show up, missed one of the appointments at least for the hundred years that he was captured, sitting in uh, Mr. Burgess's basement the whole time. Uh, and then it was kind of funny where he goes to where the pub used to be and it had been moved. Yeah, I was like, no. He's the arrows. The, the end is this way. He's, he's following the construction <laughs> down to the new spot. And old boy's in there doing paperwork. The new end. It said the yeah. new end. The yeah. new end. So that was cool. And he said, yeah, I guess, you know, can't be late meeting with my friends. And he said it, you know, purposefully. Like, like yes, you're my friend. It's like, we're friends, like, oh, buddy. Okay. Like, oh, this is adorable. Yeah. They, they hook up and then the episode 
after that, I think it ends, and that's when we get the weird stinger with either I don't know if that's desire or despair. I'm thinking that might have been desire. With that's see, desire with that with the, nice with the chest open and like yeah, the, the giant heart. structure with the heart. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. And, I'm so, like, and, oh. and we find out they're the ones that set him up to be captured. Yeah. So I was like, what? So we got to find out what happens next. I'm like, darn. Desire, what did you do? They they changed things to set up because obviously the uh, entrapment circle that the magician set up was specified that they were trying to get death and not Mm. dream. So I wonder how they divert, whether they taught him something and taught him incorrectly on purpose. So he thought he was doing one thing and did another. That would make that would make sense. I mean, they are like the endless. So um, that would have that would have made a lot of sense because he kind of took him. He would have taken advantage. Death, uh, des- desire would have taken advantage of uh, Roderick's kind of vulnerability from losing his son. So why not yeah. just tell Roderick, "Yeah, this will bring your son back. Yeah, you just need to like, give us the, you just need to give us the endless death, and we're I good to go." One. <laughs> nope, I really wanted dream. Yeah, that is crazy. So yeah, this, these were entertaining couple of episodes for yeah. varying reasons. Um, was not expecting. 24-7 to go the way it went, and I was not expecting the sound of her wings to go. Because I, I thought that, I was like, oh, you're really going down the dark road now if we're just following Death around on her appointments. Um, but it was, it, like I said, it was kind of a step up from the despair we see the, the average Joe's going through at the diner in the last episode and John just eating ice cream and watching it all unfold. <laughs> And now he's back in the asylum, it looks like. The same hospital that he was in was where... Because he doesn't kill him in episode five. He's like, are you going to kill me? He's like, no, I'm not going to kill you. He leaves him. Because remember, he goes out that same door. I believe I saw the security guard get splattered against when he tried to shoot John. And, he, you know, he had the amulet of protection on. So he's not... John ain't gone. I'm wondering if they're going to try and find a way to bring him back. And Renting him might do yeah. some dumb stuff. Yeah, because I haven't read the comic, so I don't I don't know how how if that how it plays out in the uh, graphic novels. So I guess we'll see. But these were good. Uh, so I guess we got a couple more players to get into with uh, the twins. All right. How many more episodes? So I actually I heard they released two extra episodes. So are we? I know they released twelve. I don't, I don't know. Is it ten? Wait, was it originally eight episodes or ten? I think it was originally either 9 or 10. Because I think the 10th episode is something to do with cats everybody's freaking out about online. Cats? Something really... Yeah, there's, there's oh, something... this is going to be exciting. I'm ready yeah. for this episode. Can't I, wait this I episode. have not. I've been good. I have not <laughs> watched Ted. But I've seen some people talking about it online that it has a real significance to the storyline and the graphic novels. So it'll okay, be interesting cool, to cool, see cool. that uh, unfold. Yeah. Good show so far. Still still liking it. Still interested in the characters. Um, we didn't hear... Did we hear it all from Matthew this up, these two episodes? He didn't say too much. The, the, the Raven. Oh, the Raven? I thought we heard him once in episode five telling telling, <laughs> telling uh, Morpheus to get up off the ground. Oh, yeah. Hey, boss. Hey, boss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, hey, boss. Wake up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was it. That was the last time I heard Matthew Raven. He was gone. We didn't really need him like that. So yeah, it should be interesting to see how this goes. Um, thank you once again, man, for uh, chopping it up with me, talking these things. The crew hopefully should be uh, back together next week. 
to discuss episodes seven and eight of uh, the Sandman. So uh, if y'all out there, please check us out on Anchor, uh, everywhere where podcasts are broadcast. They're either uh, Anchor, Google Play, iTunes. Uh, there's a bunch of places. Overcast. There's a bunch of different places. Spotify is the main one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also, don't forget to check out Trekkie and Beyond, where Andrea Rose Washington and Monica Pinkett are going through strange new worlds. We will talk to you soon. Peace. Peace.